episode 20! <laughs> I think it's so, 21, though. No, it's 20. We oh, made 20. it to 20. <laughs> I like Jim's new intro. That should I'm be totally leaving intro. that in, so that is the new intro for the show. <laughs> so, so we did make it to 20 episodes, which, honestly, I didn't think we were going to make it because of schedules and, I don't know, Mark having to go to dinner. And I thought maybe Jim would have gotten us kicked off the air by now, but miracles do happen. Well, everybody complained to iTunes, so we've been a band, so it's cool. Been banned? Yeah. We've been banned from iTunes? I'm totally not. I'm, I'm totally kidding, yes. Oh, okay. Hey, Jim, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? <laughs> sure about no, that, Jim? It's kind of a crappy day. Oh. Well, don't right. tell us about Here it. Let's go. just this go is on the, with the show. <laughs> Frank, go ahead. You're falling for it. Go ahead. I don't want to hear about it. I said don't tell me about it. Oh, it's just, it's been a long right? time. I mean, you just said we got kicked off iTunes, and before that I was dealing with this. I don't know. It's burning and dripping. just friggin' getting to me. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Maybe no, I can't cook. I've got The doctor said don't cook if you got burning and dripping, and I... Friggin', I'm starving. <laughs> I think okay. you, he, you he lost us now. That, I think you lost no, all the on my Weber outside, my propane, my prized possession. It's the only oh. thing I kick on. All the things are friggin' gunked up. It's dripping hot grease and catching on fire. It's burning and dripping. I can't use my barbecue, Mark. Jim, if you were fishing, you, you would have gone without fish because you couldn't bait anybody in on that one. <laughs> oh, my God. And we will never be comedians. So, anyway, the, hey, welcome to the 20th episode <laughs> of Cop Talk. You said it yeah. was 21, Mark. It's not 21. Well, I, yeah. we knew that, but Mark said it was 21. No, Brian screwed up on our show notes. Uh, no, the show notes clearly say 20. Hey, anyway, hey, Ed. Ed's uh, halfway to Tennessee right now. I think he said something about going to Walmart to take pictures for uh, the Walmart photos and to buy more ammo or something like that. But, uh, hey, Ed. As long as he's, uh, as long as he's wearing his clown nose, we're good to go. He did say he was wearing his clown nose and his uh, outfit. So that's got to be funny. Actually, if, if people listened to the show last week, I think Jim had a uh, little fetish for clowns. So I think Jim probably ran out and bought a clown suit too. I think Jim always had a clown suit. I don't remember <laughs> last week's show. I'm pretty sure Jim's worn that clown suit on duty. In I'm fact, pretty sure Jim's worn that clown suit on duty. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're exactly. even funnier when you make fun of me. Jim's probably doing the off. show in a clown hey, suit. Hey, butt face, Mark. <laughs> I'm not kidding about my friggin' barbecue, you dork. It took me... All I wanted was ribs the other night. And I threw them on the grill, and there's hardly any flame. And I, I thought, man, this can't be out of propane. So I disconnected the whole thing, left the ribs on the grill, <laughs> jammed down to AMPM. Filled up my tank that didn't need filling, brought it back. I got hardly any heat at all. It took me, the little temperature gauge wouldn't go over 175. It took me like eight hours to cook a slab of ribs. You want me to send you a link on how to clean your barbecue? Someone said it might be the regulator, Brent, so I don't know if cleaning would solve that issue. You probably have spider webs in the screens and the burners. Yep. Anyway, I, I cooked ribs, too. They turned out perfect, and I still yeah, have, like, half a rack in my fridge. Oh, with So nice many black, people agree with me. Uh, nice black char on the outside, nuts, nice tender on the uh, inside. Flame, heat, spider web. Hmm. I think the spider web would burn up, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, the, the not spider near the intake of the burner, Jim. That's the spider webs would be before the flames. So the yes. gas is having a hard time making it through the tubes to get to the flames. Well, gas doesn't have trouble going through your tubes, does it? Jim, that's why you're a cop and not a mechanic. So anyway, we'll send you the link on how to clean your barbecue so you don't have your <laughs> dripping and burning anymore. If there really <laughs> is such a thing, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, do you barbecue in a clown suit? Because that would really be funny to see. Especially if it caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway, let's get to the show. I, I'm all for that. Please I... excuse my two flatulent friends. Anytime you guys want to start, it's good with me. Ohio driver in chase stops at red lights. Cincinnati police say a speeding driver tried to flee arrest while obeying red lights. Police say a 26-year-old woman was going 78 in a 55 zone early Friday on Interstate 75. 
When an officer tried to pull her over, police say she exited the highway to drive home. When the woman reached local streets, she drove the speed limit and stopped at red lights. Now, that's when one way to get away. They used uh, stop sticks that punctured her tires just yards from her home. She told police she feared having her car impounded, which they did. She also resisted, and they used a stun gun before charging her with res- resisting arrest, failing to comply with police, speeding, and driving under suspension. You know, it did. I've seen that before, too. It just really cracks me up when people think if they make it to their driveway, you know, it's like, ollie, ollie, oxen free. I'm home safe. You can't touch me. So that's uh, that's an interesting one there. Any comments before the next one? You can touch me. Oh, God. Here we go. You sure there only, isn't a only, rule for that? Only if you have the clown suit on, Jim. Wendy's robber complains about Skimpy Hall. Police say a man who robbed a fast food restaurant with a gun was so mad about the amount of loot that he called back twice to complain. The man walked up to the drive through window of an Atlanta Wendy's late Saturday night wearing a ski mask and holding a gun. He demanded the cash drawer, grabbed it, and ran away. But police said he later called the fast food restaurant to complain about the amount of cash. They say in one call he said next time there better be more than $586. He again called with a similar complaint. Now that's the kind of stupid person where you could bait him in and probably say, okay, let us know what night you're going to be here and we'll make sure that we have a, a large sum of cash. But I guess another problem was he was wearing a ski mask and holding a gun. Maybe if he had a clown suit, it might have been a better haul. <laughs> Here's one out of New York City. Did he say a better haul? <laughs> could it sag, i'm thinking pants. everything's better in a clown suit but that could just saggy be. pants even ribs right jim saggy pants foolish but legal new york city judge rules wearing saggy pants is not a crime just foolish that's how a new york city judge ruled in throwing out a summons issue to a man wearing low slung pants that exposed his underwear Judge Ruben Franco said that the summons appeared to be an attempt by one police officer to show his displeasure with the style. The Bronx man, Julio Martinez, was issued the ticket on April 20th. The judge writes that while many find the low-slung trouser trend distasteful and foolish, but he said people could dress how they want as long as they do not offend public order and decency. The decision was issued last month, and Martinez and his legal aid attorney could not be reached for a comment. So I can't comment on that. I know. You'd be writing tickets uh, left and right with that, huh? No, I I used to think it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever saw, but <laughs> no, it, makes foot pursuits, it makes foot pursuits so friggin' easy. I mean, I, I really I commend those guys for wearing their pants around their knees because then they trip and fall on an intersection, and we jump on them and beat the friggin' snot out of them. Yeah, they can't make it much more than 20 feet, and they can't hold on to their gun and the money and their pants at the same time. So they got to drop awesome. something. This one reminded me of Jim, this article. Porn site airs at Indonesia's parliament. This is oh, now Indonesia. that's just wrong, dude. <laughs> Indonesian lawmakers and journalists got a shock when an online porn video blazed across dozens of computer monitors outside the press room at the parliament. Oops. Witnesses say it took security guards 10 minutes to shut down the... Yeah, 10 minutes, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, we can't get this turned off. Hey. Boy, that's terrible. <laughs> Holding each other at gunpoint, probably. Uh, don't <laughs> You shut it off. Uh-uh. <laughs> the touchscreen <laughs> monitor was used by visitors to check the parliament agenda and other political activities. House Secretary General blah, 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 blah said the unwanted interruption was probably caused by someone trying to access a porn site on the computer system. So be careful, Jim. That kind of Oops. stuff can happen. Hey, dude, none of my porn has ever ended up on the NetCops website, so there. Uh, that's because uh, I'm surprised between you and Brent that something doesn't accidentally. It has completely put- locked up your computer and made it unusable, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Jim no has had with that before. Yeah, yeah, no that's because he doesn't uh, use protection. Yeah, you, you my definitely My computer repair to- dude loves me because... <clears throat> Not only does he have to fix all uh, <clears throat> my mistakes, but he gets to see what caused the mistakes also. Uh, spider webs in yeah. the keyboard. Yeah. Or Burning something. and dripping. Florida great-grandma just remember, takes just a... protect your device. Florida great-grandma takes a bite out of crime. A great-grandmother in Daytona Beach bit an assailant and was dragged several feet hanging onto the getaway car of a couple who snatched her purse. Patricia Robertson... Is she a German Shepherd? 
<laughs> Patricia Robertson doesn't know how she summoned her strength, but the commotion she created helped get her belongings back. Police say the 73-year-old was accosted at a gas station over the weekend by a man or woman who grabbed her purse and tried to speed off. On instinct, she said she bit the man hard enough to draw blood and hung onto their truck when that failed. A bystander sit, Grandma, sit. Damn. A bystander Bad who grandma. saw the attack called 911 and followed the assailants, updating police until they could finally uh, apprehend the couple. She said she was sore and almost lost a tooth, but thankfully, for the Good Samaritan's helps, the suspects were captured. Now, we don't recommend that here at Net Cops, but I mean, hey, more kudos to her. She, uh, she could have been a victim, but she fought back and got her stuff back. But on the I other hand, again, on the other she hand... That, that yep. could end up really bad. So, yeah, because uh, if you lose your dentures, they could have sunk into the car. They could have driven off, and she she would have been there well, with no teeth. That could have been like spike strips, though. If they went into the tire, it could have flattened the tire of the uh, the vehicle. It'd be easy sure. to identify the guy she bit. They'd still be there. That is true. Well, that's what happened. It, I guess it uh, left a mark on his arm, so that's great evidence. Now, on a serious note, we always tell people how to take precautions here. I mean, it's great that people fight back. Um we can't recommend that in every situation though every situation is different whether weapons are involved or not just locally here in the paper there was an attempt kidnapping some woman was walking down the street i think she was like 24 or 25 years old a car pulled up a guy got out grabbed her arm and tried to shove her into the car and she struggled and screamed punched him in the face and uh took off running and the guy got in the car and left and that's the type of situation we've talked about in our book before you could either become a victim or else you, you could, you know, become a hero was to yourself. she hot? <laughs> yeah, her name was Brittany, Jim. Yeah. You but, know, that uh, is not a criteria for every question, just so you know. That is true. Well, with Jim's vocabulary, it is. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we can't recommend a fight back or not. In this situation, though, she got away. She punched the guy in the face. Hey, and- how about some other common sense, like, you know, instead of breaking out the violins... Oh, sorry, Jim. She so was many, just walking down the street. Maybe she shouldn't have been walking yeah, down the street. By herself at 2 in the morning, leaving a no. club, wearing white hot pants. Now, see, I looked at that. That This was in the afternoon. It was not. If it was 1 or 2 in the morning, I would have had yeah. more harsh criticism. Yeah, well, but. you know what? There's freaks of nature all over the world at all hours of the day. And when I work down by where uh, where Brent is in that um, gay yes, we know. community, Yes. Dude, there's so many girls and women that jog alone on these jogging paths. Get a group of two or three friends and go running in a group. Make sure you got cell phones and pepper spray and don't go by yourself. I mean, you just increase the chances of becoming a target or a victim so much. You Not just be out that, but you see them with, now with the phones and everything. Their their faces are just buried down in their phones texting they, they don't even realize someone might stop alongside of them until somebody's, like, right there. It's, you yeah, see plus that you don't know when the jogging trail is going to disappear into a 300-foot cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the kid two weeks ago? <laughs> uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's, that's classic. Hey, there was another thing I saw in the paper, too. I don't know if you guys saw it. <clears throat> Thieves now are targeting kids' social security numbers. They're... You know, it's always been a thing where people get a fake Social Security number trying to improve their credit, but they're actually targeting kids' Social Security numbers. I saw it in the paper today. There's actually companies out there, well, they call themselves companies, they advertise uh, CPNs because they know they can't advertise Social Security numbers, so they call them CPNs, and they call, it stands for credit profile numbers or credit protection numbers or credit privacy numbers. And uh, in the ad, it said they actually went on Craigslist and found a whole bunch of them. And since then, they were deleted and reposted. But these people are searching databases and finding kids or unused Social Security numbers. And the reason they're targeting kids is because when they're born, uh, they get a Social Security number. And they're unused until the kid's into their you know, teens or, or later. So they're taking these unused Social Security numbers and they're selling them. And people could use them to improve their credit. And what they're telling people to do is use their real name, their real date of birth, but to use fake addresses and fake everything else. And they establish credit. And they could, I mean, if they had junk credit before, like Jim, they could get a new Social Security number from this and build their credit up. And, oh, it's still junk. And, <laughs> and either maintain that or else they could just walk away from it 
walk away from the debt, and then that falls onto you know the other person's social security number. I don't understand how that works, though, but I, I guess when someone applies for credit, they don't match the name to the number. They just look up, like credit checks, they just look up the number and uh, go from there. I had mine stolen. Yeah. Well, let's say Jim had kids. Well, no, we'll use a different example. That's, like I said, with Jim's bad credit. Let's say Brent had a kid, and let's say little Buckley Brzezicki got a Social, secure, <laughs> social Security number. Or that is what I'm going to name my kid, too, just so yeah. you know. Buckley. Or Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Junior. So little Buckley gets a Social Security number when he's born, and somebody ends up, it goes like 10 years, someone searches in a database and says, hey, this number hasn't been used in a long time. They sell that to somebody, and somebody opens up credit in little Buckley's name and uses it for many, many years. And, Did uh, he say Buckley? And Buckley. walks away from all their debt now that they've improved their credit. That they, doesn't they always work, from it. It doesn't always work. Oh, read the article. It's in today's paper. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I tried it, and the kid I picked had worse credit. <laughs> they got rejected. So, hey, you uh, know, they, they referred it as to, like, drugs. There's good ones and bad ones. The good ones are the ones, especially kids, where you could use it for a long time before it gets caught. The bad ones are if you get sold the dead person's Social Security number because that's not oh, going to work. That's a great one because then they nobody complains. Right. So that it, that's a very interesting article. And one way to really prevent that even if your kid has a social security number and they're not using it, every now and then run a credit report on, on that social security number. Or, um, like we've recommended before, uh, um, subscribe to a service with that social security number where you are notified of any change in, in that credit history, any additions, any accounts opened or anything. It's fairly cheap. I mean, it, they charge you monthly or yearly, but I'll tell you, with the way this crime is now and the, the new trends, you could protect your kid's financial future before it gets ruined by people like Jim. So uh, that's something to think about. That just came only out gets ruined today. if I marry someone's daughter. What? I said it only gets your credit only gets ruined if I marry your daughter. I was talking to the general public, you friggin' retard. Yeah, okay. You're, I was going to say you're, you're a pretty sick one there, Jim. <laughs> hey, on a serious note, Brett, we really need to do like an identity theft, uh, like dedicate a whole show to that because, I mean, it's just, it's so unsuspecting. But when it happens to you, you're screwed. And well, we a lot can of start. times you hear you hear people talking about it, and you go, "Ah, it'll never happen to me." And you don't put a lot of importance to it. But we did dude, what? We did we did that talk for four hours on identity theft. Yeah. So we'll we can use part of that. Actually, I just dug up those notes, so we could do yeah. that that again, and then. Why don't uh, we all put together a couple of topics that that you know we all see on a daily basis that people are becoming victims to, and we'll get together. Uh, even if it's a two-part show, we'll do part of it one show, part of it another show. We'll hit the top uh, situations that are people becoming victims, and you know, it just rampant with. Like something like this social security scam with the internet, you know, the phishing, trying to find victims. We could do a whole show just on, I mean, a whole show on just for the online portion. Right. Well, we'll stretch it out over a couple of shows so we don't bore people with that. Maybe we'll just do little segments on each show or something. We'll yeah, Brad, maybe we'll just do little tiny segments. Yeah, you know, shut up. Hey, somebody else asked me a question on how do tasers work? And can, can we they, can we do questions when we're supposed to do questions? And they and can they cause death? And we're I'm not sorry, answering that I'm right sorry, now because Brent, I, I stepped once on again. Toes with your show notes. No, I'm just like to try to group the stuff together so we can actually get through all the articles we bring first. I'm just What'd an you idea. Say you're a groupie. What do you say, Jim? I, I I I can't repeat it on the air. I'm appalled. Wow. Why don't you save that for uh, when we're off the air, Brent? But Why don't you listen versus just hear what you want to hear? Ladies, <laughs> so can we get along? Ju I mean, what, that's... Did he just say shit? I mean, shit. <laughs> no, but you did. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> what, oh, so that makes repeating it okay. Oh, that's going to work good. You should use that job interview. Confirming what I thought I heard I said you said. <laughs> anyway... I'm amazed you got all that out in one sentence and it made Thank sense you. at the end. <laughs> I was trying to swallow my coffee. <laughs> I said you said it said something. Whatever. So, 
can we go through the rest of the stories first or what? Hey, I'm waiting on you, Brent. Okay, so <laughs> this is no fun when you're such a jerk. You know that, right? Ouch. So, man who installed TV with gun accidentally kills his wife. I thought I'd be more like Mark this week and pick out a couple of these goofier ones, but there's some good ones in here, too. You know, I I'm I just listened to that. I'm trying to visualize how that happened, but I think I'm going to need more information. So you want more info? So basically, he was, installing, he was installing his brand new flat screen. With a gun. Drilling. Instead of drilling holes, he was um, banging. He was shooting holes? No, not shooting. He was using the gun to bang holes with a screwdriver and the gun. And he said after the second shot, he thought something was wrong, and then he walked outside and his wife was dead. You know, he must have not read the instructions, because I think it specifically says, do not use a firearm to make holes for the mounting brackets. No, and the fact that it probably doesn't say that probably means that he, this complete dumbass from God knows where. Well, on the last gun I bought, it clearly said on the box, do not use this weapon to install a flat screen TV. <laughs> Officer, you're not going to believe this, but my wife, who just sued me for divorce and took everything that I had, was standing outside watering, and I was just trying to mount a TV when the gun went off and somehow shot her outside. She I, just I happens to, to be adjacent to my TV wall. <laughs> yeah, how many how many earlier responses for 273.5 were there to that residence? Yeah, that, that, I don't, they didn't go into that in the article. I think well, the, the point that the idiot was using the gun, you know, that's probably not a recommended use for guns. Yeah. Now, the thing is, was it just laying on the coffee table and he grabbed it or did he have to go get it from somewhere because he didn't have a hammer? Oh, you know, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Walked out yeah, to his toolbox, mistook it for a hammer, brought it inside, said, hey, I think I'll use the butt of my gun. Oops, so sorry, you, you, you can't make up stuff like that. That's that's why cops have such good job security. Yeah, no. well, that's right up there with this guy. When I worked for uh, the ambulance company down in Fremont, one of my first calls was for this big, oversized drunk guy who was using a chainsaw <laughs> to cut a telephone tough. pole up, and he hit one of the metal spikes in the telephone pole, and it kicked the blade up. And it hit him right between the eyes and literally took his nose all the way off. And uh, a couple inches in any direction, you know, either side, he would have lost his eyes. But, you know, his whole no nose was gone. But he was sitting there breathing, and it was the most, you know, now I look back on it, and it was actually funny looking. But, <laughs> you know, you're drunk off your butt, and you fire up a McCullough chainsaw and start going to town on a, uh, on a telephone pole with a bunch of metal spikes in it. It made a lot of sense. Yeah, people aren't the smartest things in the world. Now he has to wear a clown nose all the time, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's my horn? <laughs> <laughs> please. Oh, please get it. <laughs> so the other one is uh, related to cops using video and basically. Really? One million dollar bounty on Sheriff Joe's head? Yes, that that's Later. Joe? Later. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Brent. You got to be happy. I'm reading your show notes. Why don't you just shut up and listen to me read the articles, and then we can uh, get to my no, show notes. Brent, violence has no place in the show. Okay? Oh, there we go. Oh Lord. Jeez. Okay, so don't take out your day's hostilities on your partners who are trying to do the show. Um, I'm on vacation. I could give. You missed your anger management class, didn't you? I really don't care what you guys think. I'm on vacation. So, so what? I'm sorry. Well, I'm on vacation, too. Are you? Yeah. That's nice. I'm glad you're here uh, with us. Yeah, Jim's the only one not on vacation. <laughs> Jim doesn't have any vacation taste. Sucks to be Jim. <laughs> I got burning and dripping. Yeah. Yep. All right, Brent. Before so, Jim rudely interrupted you, go ahead. So the question is, is video in your car as a cop, video on your person as a cop, are you using any of this at your department, Mark? Wait, when I try to do a question, you jumped all over my ass, and now you're doing a question? Yes. Okay. That's because I host the show, and therefore I have the power to do whatever I want. Well, so, hey, welcome to episode 20! <laughs> <laughs> That's the best new intro ever, just so you know. What, what was your question, Brent? Something about... Uh, okay, so it's not a question. Video? It's not a question. I'm asking you. Does your department use video in your call? If you start a sentence with does, that's a question. Are you going to answer it? 
Go ahead. Or do I have to go to Jim? Here, I'll I'll answer it. Because if Uh, I ask Jim if he uses video, I'm not going to get the right response. I'm just, you just said it wasn't a question. You said, does your department. So it sounds like a question. But no, my, we do not have video in the cars. Uh, We have video in our booking room, um, different places. But what's interesting is we have cameras mounted all around the city and they go to a monitor at the police department and they could have somebody sitting in the camera room all the major intersections, some of our bad areas, it's all on video. They have a joystick so you could zoom in. Um, I've been out on patrol many times, and one of the officers, usually somebody that got hurt on duty and they're on light duty at the station, they stick them in the camera room. Uh, they'll they'll get me on the side channel and say, hey, you know, go in here. I just saw someone make a hand-to-hand at the bus stop at this location. The guy's wearing, you know, gives me a full description. We go in, and sure enough, the guy's got dope on him. So a lot of cities are doing that. Um, They're mounting cameras throughout the city. And although there's no sound with the cameras, I mean, you could see drug deals hand-to-hand. When a major crime happens, we could go back and view the footage and see the getaway car going through an intersection. Uh, We had a shooting that was like 3 in the morning, and they hit all the major intersections in that area to see if they could see the uh, what cars were in the area. I mean, it's amazing what what the cities are doing with cameras now. Other cities have what they call spot shotter microphones, and yeah. when shots are fired, it could direct officers right into that area immediately when shots are fired. So technology-wise, it's it's great. Although we don't have cameras in our cars, like a lot of agencies do, um, the cameras throughout the city are a big help to us. Well, now the big the big new thing is cameras on each officer. So, and they're saying that basically it's it's a way in response to everybody else having a camera. That they're talking about doing that on tasers. I know when tasers are used, it could record um, sound and video. Yep. Um, so there's no disputing whether there was excessive force or not or whatnot. But um, I, I think there was talk about cops wearing like a little earphone type piece that had a little camera that. You well, know, it's we, actually the, the latest ones they've come out with are actually in the extension mic for the radio. So it actually records the radio conversation and video right out because you usually clip that right on front of you. So that it, you know, sends out right there. But I guess San Francisco's starting to use them now. They're going to basically put one on every single officer. So I you know I, that could help you or hurt you. I mean, in situations where people are making false claims against, you know, excessive force, or the officer said this or that, that could really help the officer. But then again, you know, I've been in many situations where, in the heat of the moment, you know, cops are human beings and tend to say things sometimes a defense attorney is going to grab onto that and, and use it against you. So it it has pros and cons, I would think. Oh, yeah, Let them no, test it in San Francisco better there than uh In your city. department? Yeah. I don't know. The best one I saw was where this officer made a car stop, and you see him get out of the car and, and approach the, uh, the violator, and he's talking to her, and then he looks back, and you see this horrid look on his face, but what you don't notice at first is that he's getting smaller, and it's because the car is rolling down the hill backwards, <laughs> and he starts running after it. <clears throat> that oh, was man. in that was in car video, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll find that, and we could post it on our site. That's hilarious because then he's running after the car, and he's saying uh, he catches it though. Well, it crashes first. It hits Uh-oh. something first, and then you hear him say, "Oh, you know what you said earlier in the show, Brent." He Shoot. Says that's yeah. Shucks. Exactly. Bummer. So it's it's funny. What he said, shit. <laughs> Three strikes and we're off. Spelled. That was C H, dude. I said chit. C H I T. Yes. Yes. Got it. So we'll, so we'll find that video and post it because that that is hilarious. So here's another epic story. Police seize 1.7 billion dollars worth of marijuana in California. That's with a B. That's the biggest haul I've ever heard of ever. And this happened, uh, basically 432,000 marijuana plants, 499 pounds of processed marijuana. Do they really sit there and count them? Do they count each They have to. It's evidence, dude. When we used to do... Hey, we got a job for you. Hey. 
But yeah, and if you get a headache when you're around marijuana, that is not the job for you. 432,000 plants. Damn, I lost count at 3,820. Oh, I guess I'll have to smoke those. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's more of an estimate, but anyway. I know, 432,271 marijuana plants were destroyed. I don't think that's an estimate. I would say they counted them. But uh, that was right in uh, the Fresno County area. Uh, 450 officers uh, were took part in the raids for the foothills, and basically it was all run by Mexican cartels. And uh, that's pretty. That's a massive bust. That's that's. I think that's probably the biggest. You know, that's what gets. That's what gets dangerous. That presents problems like some of the. Uh, areas in Arizona when people go hiking or, you know, riding dirt bikes in areas. I mean, if you're, if you're on a dirt bike and you come into an area that's protected by a Mexican cartel and you go into a dope area, I mean, they're, they have trip wires, they've got guns rigged to trees where if you hit the trip wire, it fires bullets. And worse yet, the people guarding those crops have AK-47s and, you know, fully automatic weapons. Well, and these so that, grows, that's a big danger. Well, and grows like this are not small time operations this is you know this this thing would have irrigation and all sorts of technology to make sure that it was you know including you know alarm sensors and all kinds of stuff that they put around those things it's pretty scary but yeah surveillance they'll they'll stick their own people up in the hills in surveillance to see if anybody's coming or what but they put they they put these grows up and up in between the trees because it Basically, the only way to find grows like that is either to know about them or to find them with FLIR. And FLIR is really easy to mess with when it comes to that. So it's, you know, I won't tell people how to grow pot in the forest, but it's uh, pretty interesting. No, let's do that, Brent. Then we can show them how to make crank. No, that's already on YouTube. (laughs) YouTube has how to make crank. That's like when Jim used to... uh, go flying in the helicopter over the delta and uh they were so easy to spot out there you just see that big old patch of dark green oh yeah with a big sign that said my marijuana's here come get me but it's for medicinal purposes only (laughs) well hey oakland just oakland just authorized uh full-on pot grows and for speaking of pot and yeah oh i know and speaking of pot there's a, actually a reader question here, huh, concerning pot. There is, but can we get to these other things first and then do reader Why do we questions? always have to follow your order, Brent? We only have like two more stories to talk hey, Jim, about. Jim, you know, Jim, does Brent always like to like be in control? Has he always been that way? Did you guys make me yes. the host of the show? Uh, <laughs> see, and that, you can't, Jim's not going to answer that because he knows. And, and backed by popular demand, Brent, <laughs> go ahead, Brent. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Sorry. the one that you wanted to talk about, which is the $1 million bounty on Sheriff Joe, which I wish Ed was here for, so maybe we should just leave it till next week. Let's save it. Let's save that one for Ed. Because I, I hate to tell research. you, but if you read the news, if you read the news these days, everything is blowing up in Arizona. I don't know what the deal is down there, so... Why is there a bounty on him? Uh, Mexican cartel. I guess. You say that. We, we have a. I don't know. We've got uh, the bounty. Well, is the bounty in here? Is it, is the bounty here or in Mexico? Uh, no, I believe it came from across the border saying, kill that guy. Million bucks. And then you've got one for uh, Arizona release online license plate checker. We'll save that one for yep. Ed. That goes for Ed, too. I don't think Sheriff Joe's losing too much sleep over that one. I'm thinking Sheriff Joe's laying back, smoking a stogie, going, bring it. Yep. I got my gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's this taser thing that you found? And then on July July 29th, Arizona's concealed weapon law took effect. So we'll uh, check with Ed on that one also and see uh, if there's any problems or issues or hiccups with that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's... I, I doubt there's any hiccups. I doubt it. Yeah. Somebody asked Everybody's me how police shot tasers work. Yes. And if they cause death. And basically, you could look it up, but there's uh, the tasers that most police departments use now are made by Taser International. 
and it fires two small, I'll read it off of here, it fires two small dart-like electrodes, which stay connected to the main unit by conductive wire <clears throat> as they are propelled by small compressed nitrogen charges similar to some Aragon or paintball marker propellants. The two wires penetrate your clothing, deliver a high-voltage, low-current shock of sufficient strength to basically paralyze you momentarily. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll shoot you with a taser to wake you up. Hey, the key words here are high voltage, low current. It could shoot like up to 50,000 volts. No, the key words are light water. you up. Those are the key yeah, words. But it's it's not like grabbing, you know, a high voltage wire or, you know, sticking a paper clip in a wall, a jolt gets you. It's low current, high voltage. Um, the voltage doesn't kill you. It's the current. If you went and grabbed a power line, that's high current. That's going to kill you. But basically, it paralyzes your all your muscles and everything it locks you up and you drop like a rock and i on this website brent I'll, you could post it if you want um it shows remember they had a show called armed and famous where they got eric estrada uh, janet jackson and everybody where they went through the police academy and they go out as reserves with deputies they had to t get tased and there's a little video here showing all of them get tased and the little uh the little short guy that he does wrestling he's um He's a little person, I guess they call him, or a midget, or whatever you want to call them. He's uh, God. He was almost politically little, little, correct. No, almost up, said little said people. the M word. Well, <laughs> little people were called that. Little people are called that. Those They're high challenged. Those high people. Challenged. I don't think you should call them those people either. Just so you know. Anyway. Before I was rudely interrupted, it shows Eric Estrada getting tased, and he screams like a like a little baby. And I'll Don't send say you the link, and it shows people get. Okay, I, I said like a lady. Can't scream. And it shows all these people, Janet Jackson, everybody getting tased, and it explains what a taser is. So we could post Sir that for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no uh, wardrobe malfunction uh, with that one. Whoops. Uh huh. I'm just so, saying. Anyway. Taser, which, do you guys have tasers? Yes. Oh, that's right. You almost tased that grandma on, like, show two. That's right. Dude, we, had, we had to get tased so we knew what it felt like, and it's uh, it's no fun. So which taser do you guys use? X2 or the new one? X26, the new uh, one, the X26. So the, No, the new one is the Taser X3, which is really cool. So no, we don't. But, you know, even those, even the older ones, they have uh, you could download them. If they're used, you could download them and see how long, yep. you know, how many times you pulled the trigger, how long the trigger was pulled for. You know, yep. somebody that's all evidence. If somebody files a, a lawsuit, that's all evidence. Yeah, there's a great article about the new taser. And I, I'll have to dig up the magazine I found it in. But basically that the new ones have even more of that, which is. Much like more. Some of them are coming out with a little video in them and uh, and sound. Yeah, oh, and man, the, the new ones are are definitely high speed. Well, and the new one can shoot three cartridges total, so you don't have to. You, you have three shots total instead yeah. of having well, Brent, to that, shoot, change cartridges, and right. Brent, none of our guys use them on the street, right? It's just in no. the jail. Yep. I mean, none of our contract cities or nope. anything. Nobody. See, with our department, everybody's issued one. Every officer has one. And I've had to use mine before. I'm telling you, what it's a great tool because where you might have had to use a baton and break a bone and cause some serious damage, or even your firearm in some instances, um, the taser is a great alternative um, to, to drop somebody in their tracks. And it lasts five seconds, and there's no effect afterward. In fact, some people jump up, and they go to fight again. You give them another five-second ride. It is dangerous. Does, Kicking does the nuts the... lasts a lot longer than five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> not so good in court. Yeah, so, not so good in court. <laughs> so does yours give the warning arc ahead of time? Like you can fire it off without shooting somebody? No, the it? only warning arc we had was a sergeant of mine was... Uh, Yelling some taser? Guy, <laughs> some guy was getting was 5150 big time, and he came after was me. Was that Ed? <laughs> no, no, no. I pointed a taser at this 5150 guy, and he turned around and started walking the other way, and my sergeant pulled up and jumped out of the SUV and confronted the guy, and the guy charged at my sergeant. My sergeant pointed the taser. I heard the and normally when you hear it that loud, you know something malfunctioned, 
and it turned out to where he didn't look at it or check it, and he didn't have a cartridge in the end of it. Mm-hmm. So all it did was, it, you know, it's not going to do anything unless you actually touch the guy. So when the guy was charging at him, he pointed it at the guy and pulled the trigger, and uh, he ended up getting punched in the jaw because the taser didn't work. So we give him a bad time saying that he uh, he fired a warning shot with his taser. Yeah, this so, this this new one actually has, so you can zap him with, you could literally show him that, you know, the taser's in effect before I think that's you great, actually that's shoot intimidating. Them. Right. That's like racking a shotgun. I mean, when, yep. to hear that crackle and see that spark, that, that could be enough to uh, to stop somebody. No, with ours, you just point and shoot. There's no That's about all I get out of my barbecue now. Yep, just a little sparking noise and that's it. Crackle and a spark. Yep. Yeah, this yeah, You might be able to barbecue with this taser because with three cartridges, holy smokes, man. Do one rib yeah, this thing. Three ribs. Was that this like thing is smokes, really no pun intended? Cool. Yeah. No. These these new ones. The and the technology behind them. I mean, it shows that there's a lot of engineering that goes into safety, or related to taser. I mean, there's many many sensors and it records everything. And you know, I I don't know what else it'll do. This one has dual uh, laser sights on it, so that you know where the top and bottom prong are going to hit. Uh, it has a flashlight built into it that only shows the effective distance of uh, where the actual two pins will hit. So it's got, a, it's got a bottle and can opener on the left side. It does. I just sent you a link about it. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> They're probably three times as expensive and nobody will be able to afford them because we have no budget. But, hey, who cares? Yeah, I'm happy well, with the one I got by one of the older yeah. ones. And they, uh, Mark, did you have to get tased, like, for training? Yep. Everybody that yeah, carries them not has a, to get tased. It is not a comfortable feeling. The way uh, I relate it to is it turns your body into a rock. I mean, it just takes every one of your muscles and tenses it up. And if you're falling forward, you have no control to put your arms out in front of you or to break your fall. I mean, it just locks It turns you into a two-by-four, basically, and and down you go. And it, the, the, it usually lasts five seconds. Most people give up. Um, some people jump up to fight again, and you give them another five-second ride. And I think we, I don't know if we put that link on our uh, website. There was this big, on an episode of Cops, there's this huge biker-looking dude, shaved head, and he, was, he wasn't complying with the cops. He wasn't fighting them, but he was starting to tense up, and th- this dude was big. And he ended up getting tased, and he, he just wimped out. He, okay, 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 I give up. And he goes, uh, he was saying, damn, that hurt. I've been shot, I've been stabbed, I've been hit in the head with a bat, but that taser hurts like hell. And... So it uh good. It, yeah. It drops even big people. And there's people complain saying uh the taser killed kills people. With Taser International, I don't think there's been one documented case that's been related to the taser causing the death by itself. Heart yeah, I can tell you it has anxiety. has nothing to do with the fact that they're completely high on crank and fourteen other drugs and and that's yeah. when most of the deaths will come into into play when they're when they have a high uh, level of cocaine or methamphetamine yeah. in their system. So there's associated factors where their heart was already going two million miles an hour um, from all the drugs and everything, and it may be How associated. Fast? Uh, two million, yeah. maybe more. <laughs> but there's there's no documented cases of the taser alone causing. I don't death. think there's any documented cases of someone's heart going two million miles an hour. All I know is that when you shoot them with that thing, it doesn't look good after when it's going two million miles an hour. Doesn't right. look good for them. But, but you know you, what? Yeah. You know, then again, you're not going to go. Some guy's going to fight you. Hey, hang on. Let me take your blood pressure before I shoot you with my taser. Dude, are you on any medication? No. Oh, just crank. Do okay, you cool. do you take illegal drugs? Yeah. You know, it's like the drunks you take into county jail. They blow a point three eight, and they sit down on the nurse, and the nurse says, do you abuse alcohol? Uh, no. Do you drink? Uh, no. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, sir, how do you explain all the scabs on your arm? Uh, Flea bites. Flea bites, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. That's, yeah. Ugh, homeless and Hey, on a serious note, since I always, like, kid around, you I was very around. <laughs> that was good, Mark. <laughs> God. Anyway, I was very impressed by the amount of uh, emails that we got last week and uh, a lot of the comments. And there was a guy back east, I'm not going to say the name, but he was commenting on uh, the open carry and, and how... Uh, Want me to read this? The thing okay. that he said? 
Yeah, okay, sure. Okay, Brent. Yeah, Sorry just to interrupt, interrupt Jim, right. and yeah. go ahead. No, I mean, the guy's, like, going to be famous now. You know, well, well, give a shout-out to Harley riders across the nation. <laughs> why don't you read it, Burning and Dripping? It's right there. It's on the note. Oh, go ahead. I don't have it yeah. in front of me. Go ahead. Yeah, oh. well, you know what, Jim? Harley riders always say loud pipes save lives, and gold wing drivers always say, Honey, will you turn down the radio? And uh, while Harley riders have their black leather jackets, where's this going? (laughs) Chaps, Goldwing drivers uh, wear their. That's not what I've heard about Harley Davidson exhaust pipes. Have you know Harley riders national riders group meetings called the Hog Rally? Goldwing drivers they're in a national group affairs called the Wing Ding. Should I keep going, Jim? That's not what I've heard about Harley Davidson exhaust pipes. Oh, yeah. You know the. You know when I go down the road, Harley drivers. I've heard comments about something about removing the chrome off Harley Davidson exhaust pipes, but yeah, that was my last girlfriend. (laughs) Hey, you know. I was uh, trying to subtly not go there, Brent. But oh, sorry. Well, hey, dude. If she was your girlfriend, you used to talk about it too. So. God. Okay, now if I'm getting embarrassed, you know something's wrong. I'm sorry. You okay? I, I don't want to make it too embarrassing. Anyway, no, listen. Where were we? For the, for the guy so. to take time to, to write us and uh, and comment on that, I mean, I am Holy. so in support of, of what that guy says, and it's true. Uh, you know, open carry, the, the, they might, you know, mean well at heart, but all it is doing is opening the doors for, for bad stuff to happen because – some bad dude's going to come along and kick the the crap out of the dude with the open carry who uh, looks like a little librarian somewhere, and that's when bad stuff's going to happen. But, Brent, do me a favor. Send that guy a book because uh, I thought it was cool that he wrote in. Hey, we've got to give him a shout-out. Glenn in Arkansas. Hello. So yeah. he's got a shout-out. That was and the book. best shout-out you could do? Well, yeah, it was nothing compared to your show opener, Jim. Why don't that you do true. it? Here, well, try it, Jim. His name is Glenn. He's in Arkansas. So go ahead. <laughs> he can't I work under episode twenty. He can't work under pressure, obviously. <laughs> All right. So th- he does bring up some really good points. Which that's is, what his other girlfriend said brought up too. Great point. I mean, the fact that Mark can never shut up, and um, that can you load and rack before he? You know, I mean, th- th- these are all. Yeah, I. Have you run into any open carry people? I mean, really? Well, you know, the one thing that presents a problem there is if somebody doesn't have a uh, um, a magazine in their gun, it's easy to see, hey, they're unloaded. But, you know, some of these guys, the open carry, they're putting an empty magazine in the gun. So you don't know whether the gun yeah, is and, loaded or not. And, and that's somebody, what creates a big problem for law enforcement. Okay, so you have you have your idiot criminals, and then you've got your criminals that are really good at what they do. And if a really good at what they do criminal comes up to some moron like this, and trust me, they, this will happen, and beats him to death with his own gun, it's going to, you know, we're going to have a problem. I mean, this is where one of these stories is bound to happen one of these with days. These guys I, got, I got visions of uh, open carry Billy standing in line at Wells Fargo, and then this dude that just got released from San Quentin slapping him upside the head, making him pee his pants, and then taking his open carry gun and saying, give me that. Yeah. It's not even like that. It's not like these guys have holsters, you know, a three-point holster like law enforcement uses. Some of these guys have a little Velcro strap or not even any strap at all. So somebody could just come up from behind them and grab the gun right out of the holster. And uh, I might do that. <laughs> yeah. Then where do they? Out, where do these guys hang out? Then you find out it's actually an off-duty cop with a loaded gun with a backup gun, and then see yep. what happens. And then we'll why have don't a you duel. try that as an experiment and let us know how it goes on the yeah, next no, show. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll have a duel. It'll be awesome. Ten paces. Give that a try and let us know how it works out for you on the next show, Brian. Okay, no problem. Where do they hang out? Are there any open carry people in your city? <laughs> how about your beat? I'll, I'll do it in your beat. There you go. <laughs> it's even better. So what, when you're down on the grade, ground in handcuffs... Third grade classroom? <laughs> when you're on the ground in handcuffs, all bloodied, saying, I know Mark Lambert, I'll come up and say, I've never seen this guy before in my life. Hey, Mark, man, what you doing? What's up with that? <laughs> Don't be hating. <laughs> all right, so reader questions for this week um, are actually pretty good. We just got another one just five minutes before the show, too, so we'll try to sneak that one in here, too. But the first one the first one is the one that we got last week, which is selling drugs. Basically, somebody's kid is selling drugs via MySpace and possibly Facebook. How can they stop it or... 
how can a concerned citizen report these types of crimes? Now, the issues that surrounded this question are kind of more complicated, being the fact that the person who's trying to report the crime or do some good is not the parents of the underage kid. So the kid... And I think, didn't she say that the parents, if she did contact the parents, the parents would deny it and say that's care. not our... Right. Yeah, like, well, I mean, isn't that what every parent does? My kid would never do that. I don't know. I don't have kids. Uh, thank, I do now. Uh, what's his name? Mark. Um. <laughs> Barrett. What was it? Kid's name, Mark. Yeah. Oh, Mark. Yeah, Mark Jr. Sorry. So this is a good question because this guy, this kid could just be talking about selling drugs. Buckley. Yeah, yeah but you know what? It, there's no difference in that. There's no <laughs> difference in that versus the phone calls we get from anonymous people saying, hey, uh, I think my neighbors are selling drugs. You know, talk is is talk and it can definitely be information used for for the authorities but you know a lot of times someone's got a beef against somebody else and they'll call us to say hey you know uh terry's down the street selling coke you know so we contact terry down the street on a consensual search and he just got out of the barber shop from getting a haircut and he's going home you know there's there's no validity at all to the complaint but all this lady can do is is call their local P- PD and say, listen, you know, I, I have reason to believe that this kid is doing this. And, uh, you know, the parents are going to be negative if I contact them. I don't know what to do about it, but I just thought I would bring it to your attention. And if your school resource officers or, or narcotic officers want to do something with it, great. But here's the listing of all the postings he's made on uh, Facebook or wherever and, and uh, do with it what you want. Yeah. You know, and it's going to come down to two things. A kid could be full of crap trying to talk a big game and, and uh, you know, just portray something he's not on the book. Or or he could be a friggin' little, you know, worthless drug dealer. But Well, I just sent you a reply on this, Brent. And with, along the same lines as that, you get a lot of false accusations from, you know, ex-spouses. And where you see it a lot is custody disputes. The right. person's trying to make such a negative you know, paint a negative picture of their ex to get custody. They'll say, you know, he's selling dope, he does this and that. And so a lot of it is just bogus stuff trying to, you know, get a police response out there. So it's documented that the police went out there for a dope complaint. Right. But um, it depends on the size of the departments, too. Uh, uh, Some departments, you could actually even call a hotline and leave information. And if you're willing to leave a phone number for an officer to call you back and discuss it, saying, hey, look, there's all kinds of cars coming, you know, during the day, during the night, all hours of the night, there's a lot of foot traffic. If you leave a phone number for an officer to call you back or they're getting multiple complaints on the same address, then there's a little more um, reality to it. Then they know there's probably more probability that is happening. Right. Um, If it's a large department, they may go out there and do their own surveillance check it out if it's a small department they just may pass it along to their beat officer and you know the beat officer um keeps an eye on the area i think in my reply i was saying there was a house in our city that has just been a magnet for crime a bunch of druggies uh rented it and it's just a magnet parolees going there day in day out cars leaving there when we try to make a stop they take off we get in a pursuit um, stolen vehicles being taken from the area, found around that. I mean, it's just a magnet um, for that. And hey, they, they always pay their rent to me, so it's cool. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's, it's not a gated community, Brent. No, I rent. You know, I'm cool with that. So yeah. the, I guess the code name for this wonderful uh, drug that he's supposedly selling online is uh, Fizzle, which is I, – I didn't even – I think I heard of that once, but apparently that came out of California, right? Which is the code word for ecstasy. So uh, apparently uh, quoted by our one of our good uh, rap star buddies out of Vallejo. So that's uh, it's good to know California brings something to the party. Yeah. Well, like Jim said, if, if she calls the police department in her jurisdiction, says, hey, look, you know, this kid is bragging about selling this. It's right on the internet. And the one thing about that, if it's on the internet, it's there for everybody to see. It's not like confidential information she obtained somehow. If she gives them that information, um, depending on the size of the department, they may investigate it. They may try to set up a, you know, a buy with this kid. If it was my department, I'd set up a buy. Yep. That'd be so easy to do. And be like, dude, I want some fizzle. Exactly. So it'd be pretty easy to do. And, uh, 
to our listener there. Thanks for writing in and just call your police department, give them the information, and um, and go from there. All right. So the second question: If a family member is growing marijuana in an elderly woman's home, and you turn him in, what will happen to the woman? There's a second part to this. So do we want to do that part first, or do the whole question? You mean to the, the elderly woman? What will happen to the resident owner? Do the the elderly question. woman? Yes. They're going to the take question. her outside into the backyard, hold her down, beat her with a rubber hose, and then tase her. <laughs> for, for what? Just for shits and grins. Did you say that again? I said chits and grins. He said so, chips. Potato chips. Potato chips and grins. Okay, so... Oh, and dip. Chips and dip. And, and why are we beating up the poor elderly woman that, that's home it is? Uh, you know, in case it went over your head, Brent, I was being sarcastic. Oh, you know, I'm just Unless checking. they had evidence that uh, uh, Ma Barker there is involved in the sales or the activity, nothing's going to happen to her. Well, you know, that okay, was so, in the second part of the question. So, that's yes. I saying. Brent, read the whole question, then well, we'll you, answer it. Thank you. Thank uh, Brent, you, host. this is Jim. Could you please read the whole question before I Thank answer? you, host Jr. So she, <laughs> she knows about it, but due to her relationship with the man, she is pretending to act as though it's not a big deal. This person writing in worries about her health and the effect the stress could have on her, but she feels she's being taken advantage of. What does the law say in a case like this? Don't ask, don't tell. So you're saying that if somebody grows pot in my house and I just sort of pretend to not care about it, I'm not at all liable for that? Well, no. If she's allowing it, hey, you know, it doesn't matter her age. She's allowing it. If she doesn't want it there, she could, you know, do things to, to get rid of it. But she's allowing that to happen. No, no, no. But that's not the question. The question is, is if they bust into this house that is her house and find these drugs in it, or come over for another reason totally and then see pot plants growing in the background. Or CPS comes over to, or yep. uh, um, Adult Protective Services comes over to check on her, sees the pot plants, notifies the cops, that yep. kind of situation. Yep. Then they drag her out in the backyard and they beat her up and they tase her. Okay. Because pretty much it's your house, you're screwed, yep. right? Yeah. In, in fact, if they do asset seizure, if they could find that she was allowing it in her house and it's a pretty good size operation or something, they could asset seize her house. But that's going to come down to willful knowledge. Right. But she has willful knowledge. Yeah, but we don't know if she's like 90 or has friggin' Alzheimer's or just nods her head to everything everyone says. I mean, you don't know what the involvement is there. I mean, there's a lot yes, of times okay. if... if if a guy's renting a room and, and we bust him in that room, I mean, we don't have a right to search the whole house, only the, the place, you know, where he has access to being a resident. But that doesn't Unless you have the, the overpowered smell of marijuana coming from a room and it's uh, imminent well, danger, this, the evidence is going to be destroyed. And this gets incredibly complicated with case law. So, uh, yeah, How old is this lady? Says elderly. Didn't mention the actual age. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like the the grandson living with grandma. Grandson right. has a little grow going in the room somewhere, and she knows something's going on in there. But you know, it like Jim says, it's going to come down to how much she actually knows. If she just, you know, knows he's got a big crop going in there, and you know that's what's paying the the house payment and she's aware of all that hey that's a different well, story versus, got six acres in the back you know, yeah. the other the other thing is you know with uh that being on the verge of being legalized anyway it's not the biggest crime in the world right you know we used to go into houses and there'd be a couple fat plants there and it's like you know you call the the narcotics officers and they say hey unless it's more than six you know they're entitled to have six if they have a card and I don't put any validity in those those cards anyway, but then it comes down to is it really worth my time, you know, going through this? But on the other hand, if the dude's got a sizable business going and he's actively selling and there's traffic in and out of the house and grandma's cooking lunch for everyone that comes over before they get their stash, then you know that's a different story. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen many a call where the best thing that you can do is make the guy take the plant or take the <laughs> bag of the pot that he just bought and stomp it onto the ground and man the look on their face it's like you just killed their puppy 
you know, back yep. in the day, I remember a neighbor would say, you know, my, my neighbor's growing marijuana, and you peek over the fence, and there's one plant growing there, and you go hook the guy <laughs> on a felony. You know? <laughs> now now <laughs> you call your narcs, it's like, you know, he's got less Dude, than six. that's a one plant. That's like a SWAT raid. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I was out on the river, and I see this guy with a blue tarp over his boat, and uh, he just gave me the look like, stop me, I'm doing something wrong. You know, and he was nosed into the toolies. And I'm going, you know what? That just doesn't look right. So I turn around. I come back up to his boat. And as soon as I get downwind of it, I mean, you can just smell the, the, uh, that strong aroma of, of uh, marijuana. So I pull up alongside and I go, what are you doing out here? And he goes, uh, I'm fishing. <laughs> he had three poles leaning out of the back of the boat, but none of the lines were in the water. You know, and they, none of them were rigged with, with hooks or bait. They're just sitting there like as, as a prop. And I said, lift up the blue the blue tarp. And he looked at me and he goes, do I have to? And I go, lift up the blue tarp. <laughs> and he had six fat plants that he was going to grow out on an island. He figured that because the delta goes up and down with tide that they'd be naturally irrigated and that, you know, he could come back in three or four months and they'd be ready to go. And, and he's you know, right. I said, you're a friggin' clown. So he showed me a card. He had a marijuana card, but... I called our narcs and they said, Jim, we're friggin' wrapped up right now with huge, gigantic cases. And uh, if he's only got, you know, under six plants and tell him, uh, you know, good luck with it. So, enjoy, your, enjoy your planting. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's just the thing. Most of the narc units are, are just buried now. I mean, the, they don't have time to deal with a guy that's growing one or two plants or has a plant. Versus now, people are with all the uh, vacant houses that are out there with the foreclosures. People are breaking into houses, ripping out half of the ventilation systems and whatnot, installing lights. We had one uh, or several in our city where people went into a foreclosed house and they just, every room was turned into a huge grow room with ventilation, with, uh, with the grow lights. Everything was on timers. They hacked into the PG&E line. Uh, so, so they bypass the, the house meter and these things are just big time grow operations downstairs. They had an entire nursery with a bunch of young plants on racks with lighting. And when the plants got big enough, they take them to the other bedrooms. And, uh, there was like 400 little small baby plants. And so like when you're, a, when you're a big top producing plant, you get to sit in the master. Is that exactly. It's you, awesome. You, yeah, and the way it got discovered was the bank, because a lot of banks don't even look at the properties for a year or two till they get around to it. They sent some guy out to change the locks on the uh, house, and when the guy Score! went in, it was like, whoa. <laughs> so he called us. Right after he took the first 20 plants. Yeah, we looked in his van. It was probably, yeah, if we looked in his van, it probably would have been loaded up with uh, yeah. mature plants. I got my six plants. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, most NARC units are, are dealing with um, real know, crime? Well, yeah, yeah, like big giant oh, grows or time. yeah, or a different schedule of drugs like methamphetamine and one point six billion in uh, marijuana seeds. That's that's a marijuana case. That is. So, all right. Well, I mean, that's that's the end of our show forever. All right. We'll see you next week. So we're banned. So, uh, Jim, do you want to do the? Wait, did uh, you say the S word again? No, Jim has already said the S word twice this show. He's going to be. You banned. said it once. I did not say it once. We'll go back and listen to it in slow mo. That was I some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's so much fun having Ed on. <clears throat> I'd like to know if there's any other uh, officers listening, whether it's uh, you know Highway Patrol, State Trooper, wherever you know from back east or whatever. I think it'd be cool. I'd love to have like a New York cop, you know, that's working graveyard downtown or, or uh, you know, just getting some different perspectives from other officers. Oh. You know, if they're interested, maybe send Brent uh, a short email kind of explaining about your career and what you're currently doing and uh, what your current assignment is. And if you're interested in uh, being a guest on the uh, on the show, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be cool. But how do we know that we're not actually speaking to Billy Bob in San Quentin prison that's uh, that's on a phone call saying, oh, there's ways to get around that. Yeah, no, it, it'd be cool if we have another. Uh... How do we know Ed isn't Billy Bob from San Quentin? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I think Ed, Ed sounds like a registered sex offender. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, we can check online and see if it pops Harley. up his address. <laughs> How many registered sex offenders do you know of that ride? Oh, don't say it. Don't. Here we go. Don't. None. Don't say that. They're all on friggin'. Thank you for losing all of our last three people that were listening. You know, when I'm riding my Harley down the street and, you know, you put your hand out to wave at other bikers, the Goldwing riders don't wave back. And you know why, Jim? They're playing they don't want to wave to registered sex offenders. Oh, they're not sure if the other rider was waving or making an obscene gesture. Oh, I or they might get frostbite if their hand's taken off the uh, heated grip. <laughs> I flip off everybody when I ride. Yeah. Including you. Jim had a problem with his gold wing. The last big bump he hit made the lazy boy seat come to a full upright <laughs> position. He had to stop and adjust it again. Now that's a good one. <laughs> I'll give you props uh, on that one. So on a on a positive note, we'll end the show there. But uh, so until it's kind of like the test results for Mark's uh, venereal disease. Is that is that a positive result? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, not me, Jim. I think it's you that said you had the burning and dripping. Yes. That's my barbecue. Hello. <laughs> my barbecue. Hey, anyway, my barbecue's like calling me. So that that's a great uh, idea, Jim. If Thank there's you. any other cops out there from across the United States or wherever that you might want to be uh, on our roast show here, not a roast. <laughs> anyway, do, he wants to give a perspective from across the country somewhere. Some of the problems you're having there. Some of the laws that uh, that you want to cover. It'd be great. Great idea. Good idea, Jim. You don't have very many of those, but I'll say this one was a good idea. Wow. Man. Uh, anyway. I can't believe we're related. I'm going to have to remind Brent. To the love pours out the show. <laughs> kind of like you, a zit. I'm sorry. What's your problem, Mark? No, I just wanted to, uh, I'm gonna, am I going to have to remind you to go over our website again, or is that in your show notes? Uh, no, I was just waiting for you to be quiet. I'll be quiet. Go oh, ahead, Brent. Okay. So, Ladies and gentlemen, here comes Brent's cue card. <laughs> and Ed, we'll see you next week unless we get a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So Ed misses one show. You're out. Thanks for yep. thanks for joining us. So You're at the bottom of the waiting list, Ed. So anybody who wants to apply for Ed's position can go to coptalk.info <laughs> and send me an email. Uh, you can hear us on Stitcher.com. You can subscribe via iTunes. And if you do, please leave a review. Because I'm really tired of seeing. We don't have enough reviews to give you a rating. So please go there, put one in. And uh, other than that, uh, thanks for the support over the last 10 years. And uh, I guess thanks to Mark and Jim for, again, once making it to the show. And remember, if you're a kid in school, don't do dizzle. Yeah, dizzle. Dizzle? Dizzle. Kizzle. If if your barbecue has burning and dripping, um, Jim will be writing an article on that and posting it on the site. I thought yeah. you were going to send me an article on how to fix that. Well, maybe if you get the article and then you fix it, you can figure out how to help everybody else. Because burning and dripping, that sucks. And if you have any other uh, names besides Buckley Brzezicki for Brent's upcoming uh, kid one day, send them in. I will have oh, to tell Barnabas. you, though, a B. But Barnas, Barnabas Brzezicki, that's not bad either. No, Spartamus. Oh, Sp- <laughs> Spartamus? Because that, yeah. I think Spartacus would be kind of cool. How would you like to be called that at school? Holy crap. What was that TV uh, series? Was it Spartacus or Spartamus? I think it's Spartacus, which is the (laughs) actual (laughs) first. We better quit now while we're behind. (laughs) All right. So until next week and until Ed returns or until we find a replacement for him, uh, we'll uh, see everybody later. Hey, thanks for listening. All right. Excuse me? What? What did you say? Come again?